Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let's just say Hall of Fame Day 2020 is a date that many of us have had circled on our calendar from the minute Derek Jeter retired. You knew if you did the math and you did your proper calculations that after Jeter retired at the end of the 2014 season, that as soon as he was going to be eligible to be a first-time, first-ballot Hall of Famer, that's where Derek Jeter would end up. So, to the surprise of no one, Derek Jeter, a part of the Hall of Fame class in 2020, and I know a lot of people are going to get really worked up about the unanimous angle. Derek Jeter being one vote away from a unanimous vote. This is coming from a guy who grew up loving every minute of Derek Jeter's career. As big a Yankee fan as you're going to find, it doesn't bother me in the least. Because guess what? There are plenty of great all-time iconic players who have not gotten unanimous support from Babe Ruth, to Ken Griffey Jr., to Tony Gwynn, the list goes on and on. If your name is not Mariano Rivera and you're in Cooperstown, guess what? You didn't get 100% unanimous support. Do I think the guy who ended up voting against Derek Jeter or didn't put Derek Jeter on his ballot is a fool? Do I think he's looking for attention? Yes. Yes to all of the above. But, like, if I'm a Yankee fan, the idea of Jeter not getting that unanimous support is not something... Oh, by the way, that's keeping me up at night. Because what Tuesday should be about is not the idea that Derek Jeter missed out on unanimous support by one vote. It should be about the fact that he has the second most support out of any player in the history of baseball. That a guy who was the face of the Yankee dynasty in the late 1990s. And we could talk about the significance of Mariano Rivera and how Mariano Rivera, the greatest reliever ever, was the one weapon that the Yankees had at that time compared to everybody else. That's absolutely true. But when you think about the face of the late 90s New York Yankees, you think of Derek Jeter. That's just all there is to it. Because when the stage was the biggest, when those lights were shining the brightest, Who was the guy you wanted up over and over and over again? From a Yankee standpoint, it was Derek Jeter without question. And it started right out of the gate in 1996. In his rookie season, right after the game gets snowed out in Cleveland, he's going up against Dennis Martinez, batting ninth in the Yankee order. He's this highly touted 
but little-known rookie shortstop. Homers in his first game. Makes the -the over-the-shoulder catch in his first game. The Yankees win the first game of the Joe Torre era, and that kind of got everything in motion. And sure enough, in that 96 season, Jeter was in the middle of everything, winning the rookie of the year, having a 314 batting average. Of course, being involved in a Jeffrey Mayer play, which, yes, if there was instant replay, it would have been overturned. But it just goes to show you with a guy like Derek Jeter, Sometimes all of those breaks go your way. That you end up on the team you rooted for as a kid. That you are a part of this great Yankee dynasty. And you're the guy that's the face of this Yankee dynasty. And it started in 1996 and it continued throughout. Whether it's the jump throw in 98, Travis Fryman nailing him whether it's winning All-Star Game and World Series MVP in 2000. And I know for Yankee fans going into that Subway Series, there was a lot of stress because that was almost like a no-win scenario for the Yankees. They had to win. You're facing your crosstown rival. You can't lose the Subway Series. They win the first two games. Then they lose Game 3 with El Duque on the mound. And going into Game 4, Met fan had a little bit of momentum. Met fan all fired up. Before you can even sit down at the Old Chase Stadium, and I was there for that game, you walk in, boom, right off the bat. Derek Jeter, bomb off Bobby Jones, making it a 1-0 game. And Derek Jeter goes on and wins All-Star Game MVP and World Series MVP. And look, the accolades and the moments continued throughout his career. Mr. November in 2001. The catch against the Boston Red Sox in 2004 when he's diving into the stands. This was a pattern throughout his entire career. You put him on the big stage. You put him in the postseason. You put him in a big game. He was going to deliver for you. That flair for the dramatic for Jeter was always there. And you even saw it at the end of his career. He needs this 3,000 hit. It's with a home run against David Price. And then you get to the last game of his career. And I got to admit, I had tickets to the last game of his career. I'm thinking it's going to be a total washout. If you remember that day, it was miserable in New York City. The Yankees were playing out the string. In fact, it was the only game in Derek Jeter's career that he played at Yankee Stadium with his team being eliminated from postseason contention. So, you know, I'm waking up. I got like the knot in my stomach saying, wow, they're going to rain out Derek Jeter's last game. He's not going to have that grand send-off. And in Jeter-like fashion, a day that was as miserable as can be, all of a sudden clears at 7 o'clock at night. All of a sudden, the game is played. He gets a couple hits, great. Yankees have a three-run lead in the top half of the ninth inning. And then you get one of the best-blown saves in the history of baseball. David Robertson giving up two home runs in the top half of the ninth inning, setting the stage for Derek Jeter. With a walk-off, game-winning, Jeterian single. As storybook an ending as you're going to get. In fact, that is the sort of ending that, you know, if we're talking about, like, writing a Hollywood script and I sent something over to a Hollywood producer or whatnot, they'd probably laugh in my face. This is too corny. This is too cliche. There's no way in the world I could believe this. But then again, that's Derek Cheater. Is Jeter going to go down as the best Yankee ever? Of course not. Jeter was not the best player of his era. 
but he's iconic in so many ways. He's better than the numbers give him credit for. And the numbers are quite good. But on the big stage and the big moment, when you talk about one of the great winners in American sport over the last 30 to 40 years, you're putting Derek Jeter in that sentence. And that's the best compliment you could give him. So, well-deserved for Derek Jeter, a first ballot Hall of Famer, no surprise there. Larry Walker, the other part of this two-team Hall of Fame class. And Larry Walker was awesome. I don't know if you guys saw him on the MLB Network. He had the wild shirt. Then you see Larry Walker talking about the fact that if it was a single, going back to the 1960s and the 1970s on a 45, that you'd have the A-lister, Derek Jeter, and he'd be like the B-side of the album. And he was like, man, there ain't anything wrong with that if I know I'm going into Cooperstown. And by the skin of his teeth, Larry Walker finds his way into this Hall of Fame class. And as we talked about last night, I came around to the idea of Larry Walker being in the Hall of Fame. And my ballot's been crowded the last couple years. I haven't been voting 10 guys year after year, but with the likes of Edgar Martinez and Kurt Schilling and a couple of the steroid guys that I continue to vote for, Larry Walker was just on the outside looking in. And I went through his numbers, and you see three batting titles. That is special. That is elite. I see a bunch of gold gloves, and I see a 950-plus OPS. And you know what? In this day and age of new age stats, it's time to get on board. If you're going to neglect a stat like OPS, there's no other way to slice it or dice it. You're a fool. OPS matters. A 950-plus OPS is big boy stuff right there. That is Hall of Fame stuff right there. So in his final year of eligibility, Larry Walker gets in. And good for Larry Walker because I didn't agree with the idea of penalizing a player because of course Field. I don't think that's fair. Because what? All of a sudden now we're going to penalize guys who pitch in pitcher-friendly parks? Who are going to pad their stats from... A pitching standpoint, or if you're a lefty power hitter at Yankee Stadium, or you're a guy that's taking advantage of a green monster at Fenway Park, to me, you can't have it both ways if you're a voter. There are going to be a ton of guys who get to a certain plateau because of the place they're playing their home games. When you are that special, when you are that elite, and you're doing it for a long period of time, hey, take advantage of that good fortune of the Mile High City. I'm sure Larry Walker is going to be enjoying every minute of his returns to Colorado. So, Jeter and Walker get in. Kurt Schilling does not. But Kurt Schilling now being over the 70% plateau, what does that tell you? It tells you that over the next couple of years, Kurt Schilling's going to find his way into Cooperstown. We talked about this yesterday. Look at the Hall of Fame classes over the next few years. They are not overwhelming by any means. There is not one guy I'd look at on the Hall of Fame ballot in 2021 where you say he is an absolute shoo-in in the way you looked at Derek Jeter, in the way you looked at Mariano Rivera. That player is not there. Odds are anybody going in next year into the pool not making it to the Hall of Fame. Kurt Schilling is going to get over 75%. He should be there already. Look, he was a better pitcher at his best than Mike Messina. It's come from a Yankee fan. Not even close. In a big game, 
That is as money a postseason pitcher as you're going to find. Went 20 games a bunch, 300 strikeouts. The numbers are there for Kurt Schilling. And if you watch the games, and sometimes your eyes, they don't fool you, folks. You know what you're seeing in the moment. I know what I witnessed with Kurt Schilling pitching big games for the Philadelphia Phillies and big games for the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2001. And listen, I'd love to forget 2004, but that lasting image of the bloody sock is a part of the curse of the Bambino being reversed and the Red Sox winning from being down 3-0 in that series. Kurt Schilling should have a place in the Hall of Fame, and I think that will come. The other takeaway you have from this Hall of Fame ballot is the fact that Once again, these steroid guys, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, don't generate nearly enough steam. A little bit of an uptick for Clemens and Bonds, but right around 60%. And their time is running out. In order to get that vote to a certain plateau where they can get over the hump, they should be in. I don't know how you tell this story And tell the tale of baseball in that time period without having the best hitter of the generation in Bonds and one of the best pitchers of his generation in Clemens. I don't know how you tell that tale. You combine that with the fact that there might be a guy or two already in the Hall of Fame who has the tie-in to using performance-enhancing drugs. I don't get the idea of keeping Bonds and Clemens out. And in a couple of years, how apropos is this going to be? Bonds, Clemens, in their final year on the ballot. Guess who will be alongside them? None other than David Ortiz and Alex Rodriguez. And if I see David Ortiz in a couple of years find his way to Cooperstown, and yet Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are not finding their way to Cooperstown, I'm going to blow a gasket. I'm going to lose my mind because that would be as hypocritical and as big of a force as you're possibly going to find. Tough to tell the tale of baseball without mentioning Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, but not the least bit surprised that they're on the outside looking in. So the Hall of Fame class of 2020, it is two. It is Larry Walker and it is the iconic Derek Jeter getting in on the first ballot And if you're a Yankee fan, I know I'm going to hear from a bunch of you outraged over the idea that he was not a unanimous selection. I know Russell Wilson took to Twitter. I know Patty Mahomes took to Twitter. Thank you, Dan Alon. There are plenty of guys who have not gotten 100% of the vote. I was hoping that would be a practice that changed after Mariano Rivera. It did not. Don't be losing a whole lot of sleep over it. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. 
And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.